Welcome back to Blood and Bud, or welcome to Blood and Bud with your hosts, Jesse and Billy Coyne. And we have a special guest today, Graham Bird. Hello. Hello, Graham. How's it going? So fucking good. How are you, buddy? Oh, I am great. I am doing great. I'm glad to be here. I'm very honored to be a part of everything and finally be here. (laughs) It took us a little bit, but I'm glad. By the way, like, thank you again for our intro song. It's so badass. (laughs) Yeah, I really, um, I really like that piece of music. It took me a few days at first to sleep on it, listen to it a few times, but it actually, it sunk in. And I think it really helps with um, tone and vibe of what we're going for. And I think it's very appropriate. And you did a great, you did a fantastic job. Oh, thank you so much. It just warms my heart to hear that. I had a blast making it. Um, and, uh, you know, Jess reached out and she wanted a piece of music. And, um, you know, she she explained what you guys were doing. And um, I was definitely like, okay, I can I can definitely put something together. And uh, <laughs> it, uh, it all kind of happened pretty quickly. Um, I uh, I only made it, I think it was a few hours. I, it was like two hours. I, I went and visited my friend Eric Thorsten. Um, I definitely have to give him a shout out real quick. Bonganator. Uh, yeah, he's uh, he's actually. I think he's hopping on a tour right, or he's on tour right now. I think he's with Escuela Grind. Um, I think he's in Canada, so that's awesome. pretty cool. He's making moves. I I saw him uh, sell out a pub, and um, you know he's just giving me a lot of faith for the the Boston death metal scene and stuff and uh it feels good to be working with passionate people and I'm I'm you know like I said I'm really happy to uh oblige for you. Mm-hmm. Well I appreciate it again. <laughs> yeah no we definitely appreciate it considering how this is uh I guess you would say with blood and bud is really the first time we're getting this offshoot um where Jesse and I are you know doing our own show here. So with her you know, contacts, you know, kind of just piecing this together to really, I think, get a feel and understand of what we're going for. Cause I mean, I love, it's, it's, I love how it's like all synth electronic, which is appropriate, you know, because it's not like we're fucking John Williams over here, mm-hmm. you know, needing, you know, but you know, it works. And Maddie even threw in, um, um, an audio clip of, of um, almost like someone, you know, taking a hit oh, off. Yeah, he did the bubbling noise. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, how it just goes and chew it and we have, you know, kind of that. It feels like an old school screamo kind of that's also incorporated in there. Right. right. I, I, I think it, I think it's just, it's apropos, you know, it's, it's appropriate completely high horror scream like sample type scream like it was just perfect yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and your voice uh, and i'm like yes because on the way home actually um i actually blasted some suspiria and um or goblin i guess you would say and you know so you know when it comes to those kind of synth scores those 70s and 80s you know i mean i've always i love orchestral don't get me wrong but sometimes there's nothing better than good old rock and roll or what you can do with making machines talk. Oh, absolutely. And like, you know, the technology that is out there these days, 
makes it so much easier for, you know, us guitarists and, you know, um, bassists, drummers, like everything can be done digitally and enhanced these days. And, um, it, it's, it honestly sounds like, like, uh, you know, high quality studio microphones and, and real life. It's, it, it's pretty insane. Um, so the technology's come super far and it was, it was just really fun to just, you know, I, I, I put something together. And probably like, uh, I don't know, uh, 20 minutes. And I was like, oh, man, I really hope this hits. And I and I brought it to my bandmates and uh, we we rehearsed it for uh, probably another good half an hour. Just just trying to get what it was at um, at a a band practice. Um, They were were kind enough to help me arrange it. Um, And then. I was able to get up to Eric in Boston, in Austin, um, and we actually uh, recorded it and um, the same day. And it was just, it was insane. It was, it was honestly insane. It was just, it was really cool to, um, to see it all come to life. You know, I used and, to hang out in Austin. So, you know, I mean, I'm familiar with some of the studios over there in the, um, the clubs, uh, uh, good friends of mine, when I used to work in retail, I worked for, the Virgin Megastore, um, up until it closed. And a lot of the, one of the bands that was in there, you're friendly with their games were Bad Ash. And they were always performing like over at O'Brien's and, um, you know, just always, you know, great little independent studios, you know, in that area. A lot of, and this was like 20, 15 years ago. And just a lot of the punk scene was just fucking amazing. The real indie punk, you know, in the Alston kind of Brighton area. It reminds me of a bandstand live down here in Wareham before they closed it down. It was so fun. I felt so cool living so close to a venue. I was like, oh, yeah, we're just going to go to a show. It's fine. This is right down the road. And that's that's a great venue, too. I mean, I I remember the bandstand. You remember the 3065? Yes. Vaguely. I think I was taken to it. Where was that? That was was down in Wareham. Okay. Yeah. That's right off of uh, what is it? it's what do they call it Cranberry Highway, right? Yeah, yeah, it's right off of there. Um, I think it was right by the Sherwin Williams there. Oh yeah, it was right. In, I was yeah, that plaza it was right yeah. there. That place was cool. We had some bigger bands over there as well. Yeah, no, that honestly, I I remember doing a lot of playing in the beginning of the Gallows Instance, which is uh, the band I play for. Um, when, uh, 3065 was pretty much our home turf for a while, but then, you know, uh, I guess the ownership eventually changed and, you know, they, they ended up, uh, throwing in the towel. Um, so it, it never really fully recovered. And for us, you know, we just had to hit the cities, you know, we had to go into the Boston and Providence scene to really survive, but it's, it's been good. You know, it's been, it's been a long haul, but you know, we've been, uh, been excited to actually deliver uh this new album actually um we've been working on for a long time um i'm not exactly sure the release date as of yet but i would keep your eyes open for june um and um we do have a special guest on one of our tracks so that will be very fun Um, is it a secret 
Um, it's kind of a secret, but you know, I'm also kind of planning on spilling the beans. Um, I don't know if you guys look out for bean spilling. (laughs) That's so exciting. I'm so happy for you. The fact that like you're still in it with the band and everything, because I know how hard it's been, but no, I'm just proud of you. Like, that's awesome. (laughs) And plus your band is fucking sick. Like you guys are fucking awesome. Awesome. Warming right now. Thank you so much. <laughs> so how how and you and you guys are called the Gallows. We're called the Gallows Instance. We're uh, we're from Cape Cod. Uh, we're a three piece. We play kind of like a cross mix of death metal and different doom metal, uh, sort of stoner rock and roll, um, a bunch of different stuff. We take influences from all over the place. Um, but definitely sort of like a melodic death metal sort of offshoot kind of band. And uh, it's cool. We have a lot of fun with it. Uh, this album's called Maelstrom. It's about uh, a bunch of seafaring tales. And I will uh, go into it further. Um, but I didn't know if you guys had anything else that you were looking forward to getting on because I have quite a bit. <laughs> oh no! I mean, yeah. I love sea shanties. Always have. Um, as far oh. back as far back as I can remember, the first one that really stuck with me was it actually was on um, Super Nintendo, and uh, it was what David Wise did for Donkey Kong Country because that soundtrack blew me away, and to hear that uh, that end title music (laughs) and then it goes into this amazing strings and electronica and i you know i you know i grew up actually in falmouth heights i spent my summers down there um so you know i'm familiar a little uh puffer bellies um was one place uh puffer bellies and hyannis yeah you guys yeah have you got did you ever perform there at all by chance I've never performed at Puffer Bellies, but they are pretty close. Um, I think they sort of switched gears to hip hop mainly by the time it was a thing with us. Um, and I just, I had never connected with the promoters. Um, you know, I'm far out. I'm in Harwich. Well, I, I guess not as far out as I could be, but you know, the elbow area of the Cape. So, um, yeah, I, I think we, uh, we pushed west when we uh, were were promoting, uh, and we never really we never got into Puffer Bellies, but uh, there was a bunch of other Cape Cod stuff that we were supposed to do, but we only ended up doing like a couple of uh, like uh, Halloween house parties. I think that's what that's what kicked us off in the beginning. You know, <laughs> that's great. And, and um, you you said you play guitar. Yeah, I um, I'm a like a front man, uh, vocalist, guitar player, um, songwriter. Um, I've been a vocalist longer than I've been a guitarist. Uh, but I've, uh, I've picked up pretty well. Um, and I just, you know, I love to just create stuff for people too. Like that's why I was so excited to jump on this opportunity for you guys, because I, I felt like, uh, you know, I could get something, uh, kind of, spooky and horrifying for you <laughs> yeah do you play any other instruments by chance or do you just you know do you pretty primarily do strings 
I am primarily a string player. I can dabble with a keyboard um, as a as a uh, uh, chorus trained vocalist, um, but I'm I wouldn't consider myself a keyboard player. Uh, I could certainly like play someone an octave or a scale to warm them up or that kind of stuff. Um, so just sort of like basic bare bare bones um, with uh, fundamentals on piano and whatnot. Um, I love the drums, though. I love all sorts of different kinds of vocals and chanting and growling and singing. Um, on this album, you will hear a bunch of the weird, different shit I do. So, <laughs> Very cool. To display all of that. <clears throat> um, where can people find your music at? Our music is actually on most streaming platforms. Um I'm pretty sure you can find it on iTunes and on Apple Music. You can definitely find it on Spotify, and you can definitely find it on YouTube. Perfect. And you can find it on Bandcamp. (laughs) All the streaming services. You know it. Very cool. Are you doing anything else? Like, do you have, like, are you working on anything else? Because you said you had a lot and you were excited about it. And I'm like, yo, pour your heart out, like. So I can totally go off. Um, so I have a full length album. Um, we are planning to release some singles off of it. So it will be kind of like a slow dribble out. Um, but there is some really good material on this. Um, and it has a lot of, of different, uh, Cape Cod history, um, bunch of different, uh, spooky, uh, tales um one of them is actually a true story about a a pretty pretty sick uh murderer um we try to keep it authentic you know Mm -hmm. um but anyway uh we also have um like i said a guest feature coming on um and it's someone i'm very excited to work with um and it is miss scary carrie from broad she is going to be jumping on a song with us. So oh, I'm shit. Excited. Very cool. Um, she will be doing a vocal feature, and um, I wrote the song. So, yeah, I'm pretty freaking stoked that she was willing to hop on, you know. So um, that's going to be awesome. And she actually has a single coming out in two days with her band, Bog Rot. Um it's uh called Monarch and it will be coming out um the thirty first. Yeah. March thirty first. Yep. March thirty first. Right. Yep. So okay. you catch that. That will be on Spotify. That will be on um all the streaming platforms, I'm pretty sure, as well that I mentioned. Um and uh let's see, what else do we got going on here? See, I was on a roll, but then I, I like, <laughs> I missed like one note, and then I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> no worries. I like how you're organized. Well, let's see. Yeah, so I would keep your eyes open for us in June. Um, like I said, we have some singles that are going to come out as well, um, and they will be based off of this album and we have 
newer material that we are working on as well. So we have material in the works, kind of in the riff bank, as well as sort of rough drafted songs. And we're really excited to sort of just keep the ball rolling. And we will be out there for another wave of shows basically as soon as possible. Um, I'm really trying to crank this record. So hopefully I can get in touch with Eric (laughs) because he is also a very talented recording engineer and producer and I love working with him and uh I know he will make the record sound awesome so like I'm really really stoked Mm -hmm. very cool that's awesome congrats you know especially the fact that you know you actually have a release date because sometimes just you know when you compile you know different stuff it's like okay are we happy with this order it's like yeah there's an album here (laughs) And sometimes it's like, well, is it not enough or do we need to do more? But the fact that it sounds like as a consensus, you guys came together and it's like, you know what? This is it. This is the album. And we're just going to drop it. And oh, drop it like it's hot. Yeah. It, it needs to happen. We've been sitting on this music for years. Um, and, you know, previously we were sitting on our music for years as well. Um, now there's some differences, uh, not only have we evolved in our our uh, our lineup and in our songwriting, our songwriting and our style is much different, and the way we're going about writing is is a lot different. Also, the production quality. I really have to give it to my bandmates. Shout out to uh, Tony and Brian. Um, I love those guys. Uh, those guys are my brothers. Um, Brian is a drummer. He's also a very talented artist. Um, and uh it was just his birthday a couple of days ago. So I happy birthday! Happy, happy belated. <laughs> Brian, twenty nine. Uh, he's uh he's the man. He led the way, he tracked it all down. Um and Tony is also um Tony is also very talented. He's he's our, our tracking engineer. Brian's my drummer, Tony is our bassist. Uh those guys are literally awesome. Anything I I pitch for uh, music to them, they they they're basically like glue. You know what I mean? Like they they will play drums and bass together like purely on instinct and like just incredible like feeling and incredible intelligent songwriting and and they're just they're such a treasure and blessing to have in my life. So I definitely have to emphasize that. Um, and um, sounds like you uh, have a good team behind you at least. Oh yeah, no, we, we, we really do. Um, and that's half the battle sometimes. It's just, you know, it's, it can be a real weeding process to find, you know, the right core of people that can really just be on board with everything. And cause if you have that one person, that's just, it's not going to work. It's like, but when you have that small core team and everyone's on the same page, it just makes a world of fucking difference. Right. Especially I mean, when the energy is mixed together and you're just like flowing and you're just like, Oh my God, this is fucking magic. Because it's just co- becoming po- cohesive and yes. you know, that's all you want. Absolutely. I mean, like we've been fortunate enough to have, like all of our past ex band, you know, ex band members. It's not even really ex band members. They're all former band members. Like, they're all our homies. Like mm-hmm. we never really had any, any bandmates that we had in the band that we weren't like, you know, total boys with. So like, you know, we're, we're very blessed to have had, uh, awesome chemistry and just, you know, 
like minds and just real passion for the music and whatnot. But yeah, we've been sitting on this music forever and I got to give it to Tony, uh, for the, the amount of, of absolute tenacity he's put in on the tracking. And, um, I, I really wanted to, uh, deliver like the best quality product we could. And, you know, uh, Brian led the way he tracked all 10 songs and now I'm three songs in on guitar. Um, I have seven more to go and, uh, then I have the vocals to do and, um, then we're going to get, uh, Carrie in there. So it's going to be pretty fun. Very cool. So, um, you still do face paint on, on stage, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's why I said, you know, we're definitely like a mix of genres. Uh, I definitely bring the, uh, the black metal, blackened death metal sort of vibe with the, uh, the corpse paint and the makeup. That's sort of my signature for sure. I think you do so good on it. It looks so good. What's your character? Uh, it's, it's, it's Graham Gallows. That's, that's like my stage name. He has Um, like a skull face paint that he does and like the teeth. Yeah, it's exactly that. Yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a, it's a skull. Um, it took a long time to really kind of develop it and individualize it. Um, but I took inspiration from a bunch of different guys, um, and, uh, different artists, uh, and musicians in the industry and whatnot. And what they do for, uh, masks and paint and, um, you know, just sort of like what their philosophy and vibe is and what they bring, um, being in a band and what their experience is all about. And that's sort of what I'm, I'm trying to do is create like an ex- immersive experience. And, uh, I think the corpse paint helps me do that. And, uh, mm-hmm. I've, I've developed it over time. I've added like little runes to it and, Ooh. you know. Yeah. I think it's, like, easier to perform when you have, like, face paint on or, like, when I'm covered in blood. Like, I love it. It's not even, like, covering who I am. I just, like, it feels like you're you're acting in a way. And it's beautiful. Like, well, it's, it's great. It's, it's, um, it's liberating when you basically, just as you say, whether if it's all blood, you know, like, say, like, for Veronica, Vanessa, whatever the hell that short was. Veronica. Um, yeah, or or when you're on stage and you immerse yourself in that character because it's just, you know, I mean, from someone who's laid prosthetics on actors and actresses, they don't know how to act, and I'm like, be over the top, you know, because you need to make the makeup work to your advantage because yeah. if you're subtle. I love it. That can be a little frustrating because you're not really, you know, working everything and sometimes it's better to just go all out and say okay you're at 100 bring it back to an 80 percent and right no you're absolutely right you're absolutely right i'm so with you on that you're 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 just you're completely on point that actually reminds me of um last year on my birthday i filmed a short thing for uh brian pollen in a morbid vision films best fucking morbid thing ever and um so i had to be like this uh fungus zombie and so he puts like all these spores on my head and i have contacts in and i don't have any lines or anything like that because it's silent and he put in like all the things after but we're outside and he's like all right get in that bush and like, I get in the bush and I like come out and like I over exaggerated, you know, but all I could think about was um fucking Evil Dead. Like that's where I was taking all my inspiration from. And he's like, okay, now you're going to come over and you're going to like beat me to the ground. 
And I was like, okay, like, how do you, do you want me to, like, actually, like, beat you two to the ground? And he's like, yeah, like, make it look real. Like, don't hold back. And I'm like, okay. I actually, I kind of, like, heard him. He's like, okay, you can stop. And I'm like, yes! It's like being all Sam Raimi as the director. Okay, yeah, so in this scene, what you're going to do, you're going to hit him, but you're not going to kill him. You're going to find that good in between. And I'm going to let you do it because I have 10 other things I'm trying to balance here. Now, action. <laughs> Fucking action. Bruce, don't worry. That's perfect. Oh, my God. It's like you got to hurt him to get the shot. It needs to be real. <laughs> yeah. It's like Bruce starts crying. He's like, don't worry about it, but buddy. Just, you know, you'll be fine. Just walk <laughs> it off. <laughs> it's gonna take a couple takes, kid. You're in for your day. <laughs> oh my! He actually God. hurt himself on set, not when he was filming, and then he had to go back and do the rest of the scene. Oh, I mean, I, I love that series. You know, I love all of them, even the TV show. Oh hell yeah! Hell yeah! So I'm Brian, about- he's one of my top five favorite directors of all time, too. Oh, he is? Sam Raimi is, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Sam Raimi's Zombies, right? Well, yeah, Evil Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, Evil Dead is awesome. Army of Darkness is probably one of my favorite movies ever. Army of Darkness was funny, but I, I really like the first one, as serious as it is. And then the second one just, it looks like they're losing their mind, but it's really, it was just like a different director, right? Yeah. Yeah. I do no, like it was yeah. all, he, did, he did all three. Oh, okay. I, so I, I love how, uh, uh, dude, you're a, you, you're a big fan of Army of Darkness and Jess. I love how you're like the original. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm all Evil Dead too, buddy. Evil, Evil Dead too. Hilarious, dude. It's so funny. <laughs> it's like, yeah, let's cut off your hand. Your hand's gonna run away from you and flip you off. Like I fucking love that. Okay, Bruce. Travel. Now just lay there. Don't do anything. Just flail your arms. Well, what am I supposed to do if there's an emergency? Just flail your arms. <laughs> Loving it. I just love the time travel. Like that would be totally me. Like just get stuck in a time vortex, and now I gotta have like all these peasants like learn how to fight because there's a bunch of skeletons coming to raid the castle. Like. <laughs> Well, actually, here's a question for you, dude. If you can go back to any decade, what decade would you go to? Hmm. What decade? What decade would you go to if you could go wherever you want? Hmm. Anywhere in the world, too. Hmm. Oh, anywhere in the world. Ooh, that's a tough one. Um. I'm not going to lie. I think it would be cool to go to, like, the 70s. Because that that was, like, a pretty iconic period of time. And, like, all, all of this different music and media and movies and culture, like, just totally, by the time the 80s hit, everything just explodes. So, like, just to know what life would be like in the 70s, I feel like, would just totally blow my mind. Ooh. I, you know what I mean? <clears throat> I would like to go to, like, the 40s and infiltrate, like, security systems or like the Pentagon or something like that and just see what's actually happening. 
have like a huge conspiracy like in my brain about it because like they had like touchscreen tvs or touchscreen uh computers back then too but it wasn't like good enough to like throw out but it's like if you had the technology then what else did you have oh yeah no absolutely and i mean like i i i love all of like the american modern stuff but i guess like where my heart really belongs is like you know the dark ages of course I, I definitely am a huge um, Iron Age history dork, um, and I love ancient history, too. Um, I love all history, so it, it is very tough for me to pick a time period. Um, yeah. I, I'm, I'm tempted to say the Viking Age. I think that's that's pretty obvious coming from me. Um, I want to do the same, because, like, my family was uh, in, in, like, all that stuff. Sorry, I'm a little high. I'm sorry. What was that? Like <laughs> Scandinavian or whatever? Like Norway? And, yeah, Norway. And Norway. Or, oh, yeah. And Finland, oh, yeah. too. A lot of my family's from Finland and Germany. That's Finland! Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Europe's a blast. I went to Denmark with my friend Patrick. Uh, we, um, we stayed there for a month. Um, the Danes are really cool. Um, we have a bunch of friends in Denmark. Uh, shout out to all of them. They're super awesome. And, um, like just the hospitality and just how sweet they are. And, and they have so much fun. Like, I don't even, I, they say Americans party hard, but I don't know, man. Like, Danes, oh my God, no. I mean, you go to Amsterdam, you get Amsterdam. <laughs> absolutely and copenhagen is the sister city of amsterdam so like they you know they're they're on the same level absolutely I, I, i've always heard uh prague is fucking wild man prague. Just, prague oh my god i hear it's beautiful amazing i have friends you know that live in that area but i guess to answer the question i'd probably go back to italy 1985 to 88 just to be a fly on the wall during Empire Films when they were making all those crazy movies like From Beyond and Reanimator and Dolls, which Shit. is there kind of like my favorite movies of all time that inspired me to even get into makeup effects in the first place. Mm-hmm. And go. it's funny because the studio was originally built by Dino De Laurentiis, but when he escaped and came to the States the government came in and stripped all the insulation out so they could basically sell it off because apparently there was a little bit of an outstanding balance because of Dino. Charlie Charlie Band comes in, the Puppet Master creator, and basically made all these movies in the 80s over there just to, you know, be a fly in the wall or even be in the studio just pushing a broom. The things you would learn. It's amazing, just basic as it is. Like, you come into a place and it's like, yeah, we're not hiring right now. It's like, well, do you need someone to push a broom? It's like, yeah, we do. It's like, I can start tomorrow. And it's crazy how, like, you know, being in, like, the music industry and, like, show business and stuff. And, you know, I've been an actor and and musician forever. And, like, it's funny because, um, you know, when I was working retail, I I had a painter contractor. who I I learned a ton of stuff from and like, you know, uh, he had been involved with TV shows and film. So like, you know, the stuff, like it's a small world. Like there, like you say, like fly on the wall, like there's so many people 
better, like you said, like pushing a broom in some studio or or whatever. And they have like the coolest stories. They really, yeah. with, with they, you know, they meet such and such people, and you know, uh, it's just it's so cool to just uncover those little Easter eggs and, and just put it all together and connect it. It's it's really awesome. I'm not gonna lie. It's probably my it's one of my favorite parts of doing it. You know, not just the the expression and the the cool stuff I get to create, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, just yeah, even like the cool like behind the scenes. You know, just you know, in the grand scheme of things. Just Absolutely. feels cool to be there. <laughs> it really does. So I was thinking about um, what kind of weed are you guys smoking today? Oh, I can I, I can actually show you some cool shit. Oh yeah, so yeah. as he walks away, <laughs> <laughs> I got some chem dog. That my friend Kate grew, and I have like a little bit. It's nice though. Mimosa. I got these little containers because I kind of wanted to keep them separate because I can't stand people who like to put all their weed together, which is just blows my mind. I do that sometimes. I think it depends on the strain if you really think about it. So yeah. mimosa. Then we got um, some. Uh, what the hell is this called? <laughs> Gorilla Glue. The old G4. <laughs> and I actually have also here. Ooh, you have a selection. Most recent pickup. Um, yeah, like I try not to just like finish everything. I like to just put a little bit aside, you know, of whatever strain because it's nice to actually try to have a small little, um, you know, I mean, I'm the type of guy, I can come home at the end of the day, two hits is all I need, and then, you know, next thing I know, it's morning, and, um, you know, but some days, it's wretched, it's wretched excess. Yeah, two just hits like, might be all you like need. The, but... Just like the gore that we like. <laughs> uh, I got my favorite bong right here, it's so big, it has a mustache, so when you hit it, you have a mustache, and it has a little sweatshirt in case the bung gets cold when you put ice in it. And yeah, it kills you. It actually says the virus underneath it. I got this at the beginning of COVID. Oh my god, that looks like it murders you, man. Oh my oh goodness. My this thing gives me anxiety, and I love it. <laughs> I'm just looking at it. I'm not even hitting it. Well, I will hit it for you. What are you smoking, Graham? <laughs> it's menacing. See, I'm I'm old. I guess I say I'm old. I'm not really old, but I feel like I'm old because I, I. How old are you? I'm I'm only uh, I'm only 29. I'm turning 30 in June. Um, Dude, I'm 40. You're gonna so. have such a good birthday month. <laughs> Thank it's you. A good month though. What's that? It's a good month. Oh yeah, no, it's awesome because it starts to warm up and like you know it's it's just the sign of kind of just you know good times in summer and all that. So it's it, it's fun having it be in June. Um, but yeah, um, I got some PK here. Been kind of balling with the PK standard PK um, platinum Kush. Um, very nice, very nice. Very, like, sort of, like, um, you know, sort of, like, 
green, uh, sweet flavory stuff. Um, I'm, I'm definitely more on the, um, the home grow kind of thing, you know, mm-hmm. these days, you know, just because that's the way that everything just kind of works out the best, you know, for me, so. But we're lucky being in Massachusetts because, you know, now they passed the law where I think we're what? You can grow up to between four to six plants uh, per person in your household. Yeah, I, I think, think they brought it up, yeah. Like six I to eight. Isn't it like 12 plants or something? Is it a maximum or something? Well, I mean, yeah, I would imagine like, they would have to, t- you know, cap off at some point because you can only grow so much, um, you know, in whatever space you have. Um I can imagine there's limitations at some point, right? But, oh, of course, yeah. But, you know, oh, you can only grow up to six plants in your home. In your home, but six plants in your home, I mean, that's pretty stinky. I'm not going to lie. You know what I mean? Like that, especially, I, I really think you'd have to live in like your own house. You oh, know but what so I mean? Oh, no, yeah. plants. Okay, so it is 12 plants. I'm sorry. It is 12. Oh, it is because it ends up being 12 plants that you can do six inside the house and I guess six outside. It's like, see, a fact stayed up there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm pretty simplistic. I could just live off of one plant in the form of White Widow, and I would be content. Yeah, good choice. What's your favorite? Ooh, oh, God. There are so many. Um, Mine's cheese. I fucking love cheese. I will say that every episode. I don't even care. <laughs> I've got a homegrown strain called Fat Sally. Fat Sally. We called it Fat Sally. I think I've heard of that recently. And is it it, it grown like regionally? I think so. Yeah, and it it's like I it's like kind of flaky purple, but like again more on like the sweet flavor kind of stuff, and like not fully purple, very light green with like purple flakes, and that's that's really kind of my vibe. There's a bunch of different kind of runts that fall into that category too that I really like, but I guess I'm scared to like say that runts is <laughs> my favorite strain because I haven't even smoked any runts in like months. <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. It's like that strain made you happy. Oh well, yeah, it's like the, yeah. you know the, the discovery in the grand scheme of things. I mean, the first time I did White Widow, I was living out in California, and it's funny how we mentioned Evil Dead because. I got so baked in my place that I had these, uh, with the slats, um, what are they called? Venetian blinds. And the light was pouring in. It's like all the smoke is just like haze in them. There's Bruce. And it's like, oh man, I need to open my, my screen door. And it's like, oh, I, I, I need some lunchies. It's like, I'm going to go across the street to Gordon Biersch and then come back, watch, you know, horror and get baked. Fuck yeah. <laughs> That's such a vibe. I love that. It's such a vibe. It's a state of mind. <laughs> evil dead is a evil dead is a a discipline. It is it is it is such such great art, such great movies, concepts, um, characters. Um, I just love it. So, what are some of your other favorite franchises? Um, so I've actually been kind of into like some. Uh, Actually, you look like a phantasm type of guy. What, uh, what phantasm? Yeah, I haven't seen that. I'm not gonna lie. There's a ton of stuff I haven't seen. Um, but I was gonna say, like, when it comes to like older stuff like that, like 
more along the lines of old older school style horror. Probably my favorite one is going to be Dead Alive with the Lawnmower. I love uh, that. Oh, Peter Jackson. I love Dead Alive. I've actually never I seen mean, Dead Alive. Oh my god! You you would love it. It's considered one of the goriest movies of all time. Um, it's it's, um, it's, just, it's just a crazy story. It's about when you these people get infected from a fucking stop motion rat monkey. And it's like Zangaya, Zangaya, she you got the mark. And they turn into these like crazy zombies. And this guy he has to take care of his mother. And his mother basically becomes one of these things. He's like, Oh mom. And then it, it, I mean it's just nuts. It's it's made in new it's a New Zealand bound production. Peter Jackson directed it. You have Richard Taylor and Weta and the big the the foundation of the company, which went on to win Oscars for Lord of the Rings and such. Oh yeah, no, dude. First of all, you should be paid for that movie synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> like every movie streaming company should pay you for that movie synopsis. And second of all, Jess, you would absolutely love this movie. He is not lying. Like this is this is so up your alley. I'm literally putting it on right now. And if you can find the unrated version, it's even better because, of course, it's Goria. Um, the R-rated version is still great. Actually, I just recently picked up uh, Bad Taste. Uh, I misplaced it uh, a few years ago. And Bad Taste, I think, was considered kind of like his first movie. But it was in that time because I think that Alive was his third production. I believe it went... Bad taste. Meet the Feebles, which is basically Muppets on acid. It's <laughs> it's nuts. It's insane. It's these anthropomorphic animals, and they have all these like, you know, this, they're, they're working on a variety show, almost like the Muppets. And it's like, oh man, you get a needle in someone's arm in the bathroom with a frog, and then you have like, you know, this crazy fly and a whale and walruses. It's just nuts. Just that wild like. Just the the vibe is just like that shocking eighties horror, just totally. absolutely wild. and unapologetic, which oh, is the way it should. Be. So unapologetic, just merciless, just like it's just gonna, just just gonna do what it's gonna do. And I I don't know, I just love that that vibe for horror. Um, I do like modern horror and stuff too. Don't get me wrong, like. I'm not going to lie. One of my favorite movies is The Ritual. I'm pretty sure that's a Netflix movie, actually. Um, Saw that, yeah. Have you seen that? Didn't Shyamalan have something to do with that? I don't know if he had something to do with it or not, but to be honest, it it was a great concept. Um, It's about, like, this, uh, these uh, English guys, they go... uh, they go and they go on a vacation into Sweden and they run into this big, horrible, ancient Swedish God creature. And it's, you know, it's oh. mainly, um, you I've know, seen bits of I just haven't seen the whole, I didn't see the ending. But dude, this thing looks terrifying. Like what the fuck? Oh, Is it dude, this like no, monster thing? Yeah, dude. Yeah. 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 As fuck. yeah the creature is creepy. I was like, <laughs> It's awesome. It's a great concept. So I really have to give it to that movie um, because I really enjoyed that. Um, 
obviously like midsummer that's that's kind of a different kind of horror I like hereditary oh. way more than midsummer what's midsummer, that midsummer was boring hereditary was better well no i i have to, i have to i have to admit i haven't seen hereditary all the way through yet so we'll watch I, it. I, I have a lot of catching up to do with stuff, um, but the hold same on. makers, I, if memory serves correct, that made Hereditary and um, <laughs> the other title you said, in Midsummer or Midsummer. So, Midsummer. Same- we we have some, we have some tag-ins from the band from the band chat, right? It's yeah. it's yeah, my uh, buddy Brian and Tony. Brian goes with. The Witch, I have to agree with him. That's an incredible movie. Um, 28 Days Later. Uh, yes! Yeah. They're, all, they're both saying Evil Dead, so the Evil my Dead... Get, get my bandmates for Evil Dead 1. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, I win! <laughs> you won. You got, you got my whole band. <laughs> <laughs> Tell your band I love them. Um, so, I will. Okay, so here's a question for you, dude. Brady, Brady, Jason, or Leatherface? Ooh, Freddy, Jason, or Leather? Dude, honestly, I gotta go with my boy Leatherface. Yes. Okay. I'm a Leatherface homie. I got, no, for real, I am. That, that's where I'm going with, cause he is just, he's on a rampage. He's a full on brute. Like he's, he's merciless. You know what I mean? Of all the sequels, what's the one you've watched the most? Oh, jeez. Um, per- me personally, part two. Part two. Uh, Which I, I like the new one that came out recently. The one with like he, they're on the party bus and he like kills everyone. <laughs> that was yeah. Hilarious. That was the I, that, that, I think that was Netflix that did that newest one. I, I believe so. But one. my favorite one is the one where she's. The girl's like in the back. I can never remember what number it is, but she pulls like the gun out of her vagina and she shoots herself. Whichever oh, one that God. one is, I fucking love that one. What an I epic. think it's three. <laughs> <laughs> Super epic, dude. It's just like, oh hey, I'm done with this shit. That's a fucking Barbie pocket, I guess. What the That's fuck? Right? I love the I love the remake. Um, that was made in I think two thousand one or two. The one where uh, the gunny. Isn't it good old army, army, you piece of shit? You know, he was, oh, he always played a, you know, a hard ass military guy. Hell um, yeah. It, yeah, cause it was the one with Jessica Beal. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I thought that was a great remake. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I mean, <laughs> and it's difficult because some remakes are always going to be better than others. And I think there was a time in that time frame when they were like, man, Michael Bay, what the hell's he doing? It's like, well, I hate to say it. He's a horror fan. And, you know, his remake of that and, you know, uh, Friday the 13th, actually. Oh, definitely. You know, they're pretty damn good. They are. They are. I have to give it to him, too, because uh, I did enjoy that version of, of, of Friday the 13th. It's, it's, um, it's pretty well done. I actually have to say... The last two Halloweens were okay. You know, um, I did enjoy the story and the breakdown of them. Uh, were they as good as like, you know, the iconic originals and whatnot in terms of like how memorable they were? Maybe not, but they did do a lot and I appreciated it. And, um, I am a Halloween fan and, uh, 
a Michael Myers fan as well uh, when it comes to the um, the big slasher guys there. Um, also, I have to point out um, The Fog and The Thing from Tony. Tony is saying The Fog and The Thing. <laughs> the the thing. thing is probably the, one of the greatest horror movies of all time and not just one of the greatest remakes. John Carpenter is a steady journeyman director, knows his craft, really good, you know. Halloween is classic, absolutely. And what was the other title you said? The Fog. The Fog. The Fog, I mean, Carpenter again. You know, great cast, and plus, like, Halloween, you know, I love how he reuses the same people, Donald Pleasance. I mean, you know, to me, Donald Pleasance, people say it's Michael Myers that really makes Halloween. Yes, absolutely. He's a personification of it. But the chase of almost that Moby Dick-esque between Ahab and the whale, where Loomis was chasing after him. I think when Loomis, when Donald Pleasance died, I felt like I just didn't have as much interest in the series. Oh, yeah. As I used to. But, I mean, that's just me personally. Because you're right. You know, that pursuit is what keeps you interested, and that that's an element that, you know, a good a good writer is going to add to their movie, you know, uh, in order to keep it interesting and keep you captivated. And that's, that's really what makes horror work, you know, is that, um, you know, sort of you're, you're creating that experience for someone. It's, it's very similar to like, you know, uh, music, you're, you're creating a certain type of experience. Um, that's why I, I, I love the, the relationship the, the heavy metal world has with the, the horror world. Well, it's funny that you say that because Jesse, I think I have a makeup, special makeup photo shoot concept involving your friend here. I think oh, the friend? two of okay. us, I think the two of us, can, now you say you wear makeup. Are I do. Cool? Are, you, now, are you cool with latex? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think you should do like your makeup, your character, and we'll do a slit throat effect on you. Oh no! Dude. So every time you open your oh, dude, we can have tubes too. So when you do it, it like pressure pushes. Exactly. Oh, there's so, so much blood so, on you. I'm so, so happy. And, and I'm thinking, will be even funnier. Say if you actually take a hit off a joint, and we could have tubing. That can go with smoke as well as the gore. Yo, that's so awesome. That's like, I can't remember. What's that? Uh, the South Park character was it Ned and Jimbo? Or it's, it's Ned, Uncle Ned with the. With Ned. the yes, yeah. yes, the thing. <laughs> the trick thing. The joint smoke just goes straight through. Oh <laughs> Jimbo's always just coming right for us. Shoot. Dude, I love that. No, absolutely. I'm so with that. And I just, I love the gore. Um, I'm a big fan and, um, you know, I've, I've seen Jess's work and, you know, I'm I, I absolutely, the answer is absolutely. I, I would love to mess around with all sorts of different makeup looks. Um, I like to do photo shoots and all that stuff too. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. I mean, we'll definitely coordinate something. We'll make something work. And I think that would just be a lot of fun. I mean, it's great. You know, you have Jess here. I myself, I, been doing special makeup 20 years, don't work for The Walking Dead, don't work for Spielberg, close to 100 credits. So, you know, I'm an alumni of Tom Savini's program, the makeup designery out in California. 
and I eat, sleep, and breathe hard. That's just me in a nutshell. So there you go. I love that. It's so, dude. It's so awesome. It's I'm, I'm so glad to be here with you guys. <laughs> Thank you, Billy. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. I think it'll be a lot of fun. And I'm glad that Jesse's also is like great. And I'm thinking, let's do an effect. So you know, we'll definitely coordinate something and we'll get the ball rolling. It's already in my book of notes, so it's going to be a thing. Absolutely, absolutely. But yeah, I got a dead alive the lawnmower, um, the ritual. Yeah, the the lawnmower with that scene in dead alive. (laughs) Say the lawnmower real quick. (laughs) That's all we're gonna say. He knows the inside joke with the lawnmower. Just because of me and my shredded fingers. Because <laughs> I play guitar and I shredded my fingers on a lawnmower because I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's why the lawnmower scene in Dead Alive is extra special to me. So <laughs> Think of gore. That's all we're going to say. Anything else. Just leave it at that. Jesse, you're going to have a ball. And don't forget, the two of us, we kick ass with the Lord. Damn, we kick ass with the board. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh shit. Never gonna hear a sermon with that. So <laughs> we wanna bring it to a tie it with the club drug of the day. Club drug of the day. Yeah. Right? That's that's like is that like one of your guys like segments in your show? It's like yeah, our we- ending part where we like kinda we kind of wrap it with, like, the last topic is, like, silly stories of, of drug use, if you want to share. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was thinking sleeping pills, because um, before I started, like, tripping on acid and, and mushrooms, my mom was like, oh, if you really want to trip that bad, take this sleeping pill and don't sleep. And I'm like, bet. <laughs> so I did. And, like, there's this, um, ooh, I'm just going to show you guys, because... We also have a video on Patreon, by the way. So if you're a subscriber to that, you can see our faces and everything else that we show on this silly little show of ours. But yeah, this is the the poster I had when I was tripping on the sleeping pills without the stickers. And like over here, I had to put um paper because I was eating it. I was chewing on the, the fucking poster because I saw this little dude in the middle of the poster and he was like dancing and I'm just like, yo, I want to dance. And he had like a little stick and he's like, come with me. And I'm just like, I want to go with you. And like, I was just like following this dude inside of my fucking poster. You had a little weird guide. <laughs> <laughs> and then like my mom opens the door and I'm just like, I'm not doing anything weird. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing in there? Uh, uh, Drugs. Drugs, mom. The drugs that you gave me. I'm doing those. <laughs> I know. <laughs> right? Good times. Oh, what, what, what were they called again? What were the pill, pills called again? I think it was some sort of sleeping pill. Like Ambien? I think I took Ambien. Oh, my God. That yeah. Oh, look at the fuck out. If, if you're resisting Ambien, fuck, you're asking for it. That's like there's almost like, like... There's like a hump that you have to get over, and then after that, it's kind of it's kind of easy to stay awake. My brother did the same thing, actually. Oh, my God, I forgot about this. Um, So I went to go see Saw in theaters with my stepdad, right? And yeah. it was the first one. So it was the one with, like, the pig mask, right? 
And I go home and I'm just like, oh, whatever. It's just a movie, whatever. I'm like 13 or some shit. And I wake up in the morning and I go to go to the bathroom and all I see is a chair and this dude sitting there with a frog head. (laughs) I freaked the fuck out. I ran around and like I went to my mom's room. I'm like, mom, someone's in the fucking bathroom. Like, I don't know who this is. My brother stayed up on Ambien and he created this being with fucking, uh, what is it, soda bottles inside the clothing and he had like a stuffed animal as the head. I was terrified. <laughs> oh, that's just per- that's perfect timing with the movie and everything and they just they caught you bugging out yeah, yeah. i was a child <laughs> uh, so i i do have a um a, a uh it's not sleeping pills but it is a a tranquilizer uh related drug uh story that i can share that is hey, kosher really? Uh, definitely, de- definitely kosher. Um, it's a little gross. I'm not going to lie. I had a cyst that I needed to get removed. So I found myself in the emergency room <laughs> and I was being put on different various drugs. Um, one of which was a painkiller, morphine. And then, uh, I think they had me on some other drug that was making me feel loopy. Um, so you weren't a nice little cocktail there me on a little cocktail going there um but (laughs) they couldn't quite pinch the whole cyst out of me um without me feeling it still so uh the surgeon the er surgeon uh who was a young guy who looked pretty hip and he, he took a look at me and he said you know what why don't we bring in the uh the respiratory doctor and because uh, they they need to have a respiratory technician and doctor on site to in order to to um like administer yeah administer this drug to a patient even in an emergency room setting I didn't know that um I didn't even know they could they could give it to people I thought it was just for uh you know I thought in the legal uh terms ketamine was just for horses but apparently <laughs> hospitals right and uh that uh, he brings up the ketamine. And, um, it's, it's all IV. Um, he just, he, it, they just punch it right into my cocktail IV and they say, you're going to feel pretty crazy in a little bit. And, you know, I said, oh yeah, sure. You know, I, I got this right. And oh my goodness. It was like, I was literally, I was, I was face down uh, on my stomach in a, uh, you know, those little surgical gowns, you know, those little, uh, hospital gowns you know that yeah in the back right (laughs) and i and i was just just like oh yeah you know i'm i'm fine right and then all of a sudden when this stuff hits me i just feel a wave and my head just goes straight on the bed and like like everything became one i like dissociated from my body like the machines in the room were whirring and making noises and stuff. And like, like it, it felt like my spirit was just plucked from my body. Holy shit. Going out into outer space, like just sailing through all the dimensions. Just, you know, it, it was like, you know, you guys know the band Tool, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my yeah. favorite band. So you, you know how like. You uh, felt the way the music videos are. You know, the music videos and like all the trippy art. And like, yes. they're, they're very trippy. 
Very trippy videos. Trippy art and the faces and all that stuff. And it, it's kind of like tapestries. It looks like, you know, something you would see at like a music festival if you were tripping out or whatever. You know, like that's exactly what I saw. It was like all weird geometry and faces. And I was just sailing like through. like DMT universe, man. It really was. And it felt like a whole lifetime. It felt like 50 freaking years. I'm not even going to lie, but I, I, I blinked my eyes and, uh, next thing you know, I was coming, I was phasing back in and I asked them how long I was out. They said five minutes. <laughs> and I was like, are you serious? You're like, I've had a life. I've already lived a life. <laughs> <laughs> I left my body and I lived a life I never knew. And now I'm we are more than just meat bags. I actually have a picture. I have a picture from when it happened, uh, saved in my phone of when uh, of me, like my face, right when I faced back in. They took a picture of me. And it was just like probably looked terrified. <laughs> I was, I was, boy. but no, I, I had literally just had such a life altering experience. Yeah. It's just like, holy fucking shit. My feet are on the ground, dude. Whew. Like, damn. So yeah. Was was I? Of, of certain drugs, man. I'm not going to lie. So, uh, you know, be careful out there. Uh, that happened to be in a controlled medical setting and was, very, very strong stuff, um, you know, and all of that is kosher to speak on. But, yeah, seriously, man, there's some crazy stuff. It kind of reminds me of a, an acid story real quick. Um, I, like, one of the first times I was doing it, I did it, like, a couple times, but I had, like, anxiety, right? So I, there's, like, all my friends, and I made a joke, and in my head I, I'm like, okay, I made them laugh. I'm doing okay. Nothing's wrong here. I'm fine. No one knows I'm freaking out. And then they hand me a dollar bill, and I guess all I remember is grabbing it. And then I looked at my friend, and I just saw everything departicleized, and <laughs> everything was like a pure gray, but it was like every color turned gray. And I was just like, "Yo, this is what we are." And I everything reparticleized, and I dropped the dollar bill, and everyone's like, "Oh shit!" And I'm like, "What did I do? What what happened?" And my friend's like. Where were you? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like, at all. But, like, then I started crying because I was so happy that everything was bullshit. Like, nothing really fucking matters in this world. So, like, just live your fucking life. Just do it. Like, don't be scared. Just fucking Speaking do it. Of living your life. I mean, I'll, you know, I'll never forget. I got fucking baked as shit when I went to Peter Jackson, as we mentioned, his version of King Kong, me and my buddy from high school. Great movie baked out of our minds and i said go you know um he got the ticket so i was gonna get the snacks and so i'm like cool so he gets the tickets he goes in um, you know he's like the movie's starting already i'm like don't worry about it. i'm gonna i'm gonna get some eats for us i'm gonna watch this multiple times don't worry about it so i, I go i get fucking 75 dollars worth of food at the fucking concessions you know two big things of popcorn Everything, juju beans, you know, everything in my, in my pockets. I look like a fucking slouch trying to walk, you know. And, <laughs> I, and then I finally get it. We sit, I sit down. I'm like, here, here you go, dude. Here, here, here. 
here's your drink. He's like, how much did you fucking spend? And I'm like, well, dude, I mean, that shit was good. I got, I got the munchies, like, you know, as soon as we got to the fucking theater. <laughs> so, live, so live your best life, people, but do it in moderation. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, I want everyone to be safe. I want everyone to have fun, but I also want everyone to be safe. Um, but you know, I also, I gotta agree with Jess, you know, like just get out there and do it. You know, like, you know, I had a big thing, you know, this past year I was getting over, uh, a pretty hard relationship and stuff and, you know, no bitter feelings at all. Uh, but you know, I, I just gotta say like, it feels good to be back and to like, you know, to claim your self energy again and like, just be like, yo, this is the life I want to live and I got to get out there and go get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, absolutely. Like, I'm so with that for sure. Like, and you're lucky. In the sometimes, way, like... sometimes it could take a while to get over someone, but you're lucky you were able to, you know, rebound, you know, so fast. Well, yeah, no, absolutely. I'm so grateful. And like, you know, it takes, it takes a lot and, you know, there's an, it claims a lot of people and all that. I didn't mean to cut you off, Jess. No, no, you're good. You're good. I was just talking bullshit. So, like, go on. <laughs> oh, no. Get on necessarily that topic. But, you know, like, because, again, like, you know, no hard feelings. Like, it's all positive at this point. And I'm, you know, I'm I'm, I'm seeing other people. I'm, I'm doing stuff. And, you know, I'm, I'm having fun, you know, and, and just kind of doing my thing and, I'm main, I gotta be a hundred with it. I'm mainly focused on my music right now. Um, and cranking that album. Uh, I'm really trying to make my timeline here come true. Um, and so, uh, even just this week, I'm going to be doubling up on guitar sessions and stuff. So, uh, uh, I'm really excited to, uh, just, uh, see all this stuff come to life because like I said, we were sitting on the music for so long and, you know, we uh, we want to get out there and, and play shows again and, and, and really have, like, our material be at, like, professional level. So, yeah, it, feel, it feels great to be back, man. It really does. That, that's that's what I like to be on, for sure. That's the energy you got to reclaim, man. I'm so glad you have it. And, like, you're going to keep doing it. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I have to thank the Boombastic Media Network for letting us kind of fulfill a dream here too billy thanks maddie <laughs> thank you maddie and um thank you to all of our listeners do you guys have anything to say I, uh, i'm good on my end i mean you know this was a great interview this was a lot of fun you know we're definitely going to be in contact and we're going to do some art dude likewise oh no this was fantastic this was a ton of fun um I'm glad I can get my bandmates' um, uh, favorite horror horror movies in there. Um, I definitely. No, I appreciate that too. I mean, that's great. You know, hearing their input. I I always like to include them. Um, they're my wingmen, and they they um, they've actually. You know, I, I gotta give them credit too. They're they're a hundred percent sober dudes. Um, <laughs> So they they keep it reined in and, you know, uh, they're very disciplined about their craft and stuff. So, like, I I really love having that different perspective on board as well to keep me in check because I'm definitely the wild child of mm-hmm. the band. <laughs> it's necessary. <laughs> there has to be one. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and, um, yeah, 
we're, we're going to be cranking this music for y'all. Uh, keep your eyes out for us. Um, take a look at, uh, Carrie's, uh, single with Bog Rot. That's going to be, uh, the 31st, two days from now. And, um, definitely, uh, keep your eyes out for June. Um, and can't wait to show you guys the guest feature on this album too. It's going to be pretty freaking sweet. So where can we find you on social media? Absolutely. Yeah. I am on all the social medias. The only one I'm not really active on is TikTok because I guess there's a whole thing going on with the national security and all that. Um, yeah. There's some litigation going on right now. No, I noticed. Know where that's going to go. I know a lot of creators are on that and, and different artists and stuff are on that. So, you know, I hope the best for them and adapting. I think what that this whole thing has been about for them mainly is just showing how artists can adapt to the modern world and all that. So like, you know, I want everyone to win with it. Uh, I hope the best thing that is possible can happen with it. I certainly don't have all the answers myself, but yeah. <laughs> so what's your handle? My handle is Graham Gallows, um, and my band is the Gallows Instance. Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Snapchat. I'm on a bunch of stuff. So, yeah, just check it out. I'm, I'm there. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you again for joining us on this episode of Blood and Bud, and we'll catch everyone in the next episode. Blood and Bud. <laughs> Blood and bun. Bye. This show is a part of the Boom Basket Media Network. If you enjoyed it, check out other episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to watch and support the cause a little deeper, check out our Patreon page at Boombastic Streaming. That's Boombastic with two O's at Patreon.com for uncut videos of past and present from podcasts as well as early access and all types of Boombastic goodies. Our podcasts and films all in one place. Plug in. We appreciate you and your support.